Honey? I'm muffled. Yes. Okay now, I want you to find some place. The line went dead. Damn, Gloria said. The Atlanta team just phoned in, Simon said. Ten-minute ETA, who is it? Gloria waved a hand at her screen. Simon leaned over to look at the photo. A teenage girl grinned back. Ah, shit, he said. Not another one. The driver swung the SUV into the park and doused the lights. Dennis Malone stared out the window into the overcast night. He turned to tell Simon they'd need good lighting and saw that the crime scene tech was already fiddling with his flashlight, replacing the batteries. Dennis nodded, stifled a yawn, and rolled down the window for some air. On the jet, he'd loaded up on caffeine, but it wasn't kicking in. He was getting too old for this. Even as the thought flitted past, he dismissed it with a smile. The day he retired without a fight would be the day they found him cold and stiff in his bed. He had the best damned job a cop could want, head of the finest investigative unit in the country, with the kind of resources and funding his old buddies in the FBI could only dream about. And he didn't just get to solve crimes, he got to plan them. When the Cortezes needed to get rid of someone, they came to Dennis and, together with his team, he'd devise the perfect crime, one that would stump the authorities. That was the best part of his job. What he was doing tonight was the worst. Two in one week. Dennis told himself it was a coincidence, random attacks unconnected to the cabal itself. The alternative. Well, no one wanted to consider the alternative. The SUV stopped. Over there, the driver said, pointing. To the left, behind those trees. Dennis swung open his door and stepped out. He rolled the kinks from his shoulders as he surveyed the site. There was nothing to see. No crime scene tape, no television crews, not even an ambulance. The Cabal EMTs had been and gone, arriving silently in an unmarked minivan, then speeding back into the night, headed for the airport, where they'd load their passenger on the same jet that had brought Dennis and Simon to Atlanta. Over by a stand of trees, a flashlight signaled with an on-off flicker. Malone, Dennis called. Miami SD. The light went on, and a heavy-set blonde man stepped out. New guy recently come over from the St. Cloud Cabal. Jim? John? Greetings were a brief exchange of hellos. They only had a few hours until daybreak, and a lot of work to do before then. Both Jim and the driver who'd brought them from the airport were trained to assist Dennis and Simon, but it would still take every minute of those remaining hours to process the scene. Simon moved up behind Dennis, camera in one hand, light source in the other. He handed the light source to the driver. Kyle, wasn't it? And pointed out where he wanted Kyle to aim it. Then he started snapping pictures. It took a moment for Dennis to see what Simon was photographing. That was one advantage to having shaman crime techs. Lead them to a scene and they instinctively picked up the vibes of violence and knew where to start working. Following the angle of Simon's camera lens, Dennis looked up to see a rope dangling from an overhead limb. The end hacked off. Another length lay on the ground, where the EMTs had removed it from the girl's throat. It took me a while to find her, Jim said, if I'd been just a few minutes faster. She's alive, Dennis said. If you hadn't been that fast, she wouldn't be. His cell phone vibrated. He took it from his pocket. A text message. 
Have you updated Mr. Cortez? He asked Jim. He hasn't received a sight report yet. From Jim's expression, Dennis knew he hadn't sent one. With the St. Cloud Cabal, you probably didn't phone anyone in the family at 3 a.m. unless the Tokyo stock market had just crashed. Not so when you worked for the Cortezes. You filled out a preliminary report sheet, right? Dennis said. Jim nodded and fumbled to pull his modified palm pilot from his jacket. Well, send it to Mr. Cortez immediately. He's waiting to notify Dana's father, and he can't do that until he knows the details. Mr. Which Mr. Cortez? Benicio, Simon murmured as he continued snapping pictures. You need to send it to Benicio. Oh, uh, right. As Jim transmitted the report, Simon moved back to photograph the rope on the ground. Blood streaked the underside of the coil, and Dennis flinched, imagining...